Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Now, we are in day two of the United Fresh live coverage. So this day had everything to the get fit full body circuit to family business. Don't forget the Spanish language session, being a leader in the produce industry, Also, the Leadership Certificate Program, as well as the Global Trade Challenges, the Women in Produce General Session, and who was nominated as Woman of the Year, um, Tech Talks, as well as Women in Produce will have their general reception. So, as today was a busy, busy day, 1 p.m., to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you were visiting the show floor, going through the lobby. How was it today? I can tell you that I had a different experience as of yesterday, and was it all good? Was it all bad? Hey, let's find out together. So jumping into this at 9 a.m., we started the workout, right? We started with jumping jacks, high kicks, lunges, dumbbells, and squats. Listen, as she said in the program this morning, We're trying to get our endorphins charged for the day because let's get real. Some of us are sitting at our computers all day going through this virtual showcase, this new virtual world, right? So, but check this out. In the middle of my session, I had had a 9.15. So I literally started my session with working out. I took my first 9.15, who we're going to hear from in uh, the upcoming few minutes, and I took an interview. So then what I did was, as soon as I was done, I jumped back on the live session and finished my uh, morning workout, my jumping into fitness, right? So it was a little bit different than being at the show. Oh, and let me tell you, um, I was not hungover this morning, okay? Because I didn't drink last night. And, you know, realistically, uh, I want to be honest, I haven't drinking in a while in a lot of different shows, but even then, I'm at home. And I still didn't drink last night. And normally at the shows, we're out having uh, a few drinks with friends, colleagues, uh, building relationships. And normally sometimes, and I've seen it and it's happened to me, you know, you wake up the next morning and you, you feel a little tired. Well, not this morning at 9 a.m. I was ready to go. So what about you? How'd you feel about yesterday? How'd you feel the uh, interactions went? Did you have bitter interactions today? So I did have a chance now to talk with Camilo Vigavesis from Fresh Start Produce. Now, he is the president and owner of the company, and it is their first time exhibiting at United Fresh. So keep in mind, we have a lot of first-timers here. So he did say meeting people virtually he had never thought was going to happen at all, right? How we're doing this virtually, how we're I messaging people, I mean, it's different than the everyday life because we know we're at a virtual show and we do know just like being at a live show that we have certain responsibilities, right, um, to be able to connect with people. And as far as the booth goes, uh, Fresh Star was telling me that this is their first time being an exhibitor and the tools that were given them 
in the live show to be able to introduce their business was very cool for him as well. So before we get started even more and go through Coffee Talk, because I joined Coffee Talk this morning, which was quite interesting. So let's hear from Camille Digavesis from Fresh Start. Good morning, Camille. How are you today? Good morning, Patrick. I'm very good. Yourself? Fantastic. Great to have you on this uh, Tuesday, the 16th morning, as uh, this is our second day of United Fresh Live. So it was good to reach out to you on the platform yesterday and be able to start some conversation. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yes, indeed. It was definitely a, an interesting um, space yesterday. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. It was a big learning experience. And as I talked about on the podcast last night, it was listening, learning, and communicating. And, you know, really, that's what our industry is about. So I was glad to virtually stop by your booth. I also met your, one of your sales uh, girls, Sarah, as well, uh, connecting in the international reception. So look, we made a connection. Uh, we made something possible outside of being at the trade show and shaking hands in person, um, but now we did it virtually. So real, realistically, though, um, for Fresh Start, um, what I'd like to do is, can you give everybody just a brief overview of yourself and your organization and you know where your booth is on, on the lobby or the showcase? Yes, of course. We're growers of, of herbs. We sell them mainly fresh, but also dried. And lately we've been working on oil extraction. Our farms are in Colombia and we have packing operations in Miami and in New York City, here in New York City. Um, it's the first time we, we exhibit in the United Fresh. And so far it's great, man. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a very steep learning experience, but it's pretty cool. I would say for sure, it definitely is a steep learning experience. But again, um, that's what it's about too. And if you're in the produce and supply chain industry, you know that every year is changing. Every year is different. So we should be used to this by now. Wouldn't you think? I mean, we should be used to overcoming changes and obstacles within our industry, especially having to deal with mother nature. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I guess the produce industry definitely needed a boost as far as technology goes. The virtual show is definitely an interesting concept. Uh, yesterday, the international reception, uh, we got to meet different people like, in a way that I personally have never experienced. Um, it was like 30 people and they would divide us into different groups and you would get to talk to like groups of five, six people and then another group and so on and on. Definitely very interesting. As far as the booth experience, it's my first time in, in United Fresh exhibiting, but we've done other shows and it's definitely very different. Uh, it gives you certain tools that you don't have in a live show, in a presence show. It also has some limitations but it's definitely something that you can use to your favor um, with content, with different ideas that, it, that are harder to transmit uh, in a live setup. Definitely, uh, definitely very interesting. I do agree with you. Now, one thing that I thought was funny, and you know, people can judge me any way they want, but I made a reference yesterday about 
this platform almost being like a really amped up version of American Online. And if you ever had American Online, they had the Messenger, you had your profile, and you had a lot of different aspects that this has as well. And I'm not trying to dog, we all loved American Online when it was there. And this is a very good starting point for our industry uh, for a live show. But it tipped it off, right? The tip of the iceberg hit me today when um, the You've Got Mail came in this morning. So if you've received mail through this yet, you will get a mail that says, United Fresh Live, You've Got Mail. And it brought me right back to that movie, You've Got Mail with, uh, with Tom Hanks. I don't know if you've ever, ever seen that movie. Uh, but it was funny because it did. It reminded me of something new, something changed, a different way to communicate. And that's why I brought up AOL because when AOL first came out, there was a struggle with it. It wasn't like how people adapted to Facebook and, and Instagram and all these new social medias. It took people time to adapt to American Online. And I think that's yeah. what's happening here with United, with United Fresh is that they're starting something new. So um, here's a question I have for you. So what, what opportunities are there on the horizon, uh, Camille? Like, what, what's out there that your company's offering that our listeners can um, listen to and come stop by the booth and chat with you more? I mean, herbs uh, have, for a long time, herbs have been uh, known for their health benefits, antimicrobial benefits. Um, but the lack of, I don't know, uh, the lack of um, necessity or whatever hasn't pushed companies to dig into the into this a, a lot more. And what we're doing is finally focusing on this aspect of health. Basically, um, we're doing oil extractions. We're working on oil extractions and we're understanding the components of herbs, uh, how the components of herbs can help you with your health. So it's something different. It's something that if COVID-19 didn't hit, maybe we wouldn't be focusing on right now because day-to-day -day life wouldn't allow us to. But COVID-19 definitely opened our eyes to take this opportunity and use the product that we grow in a very different way than we used to. I like it. I like it. So a little adapting and pivoting. Um, like you said, it might not have happened if COVID wasn't here. So you're doing a little bit of things different during COVID, but there's still plenty of opportunity. And, and like we've heard in the United Fresh opening session, um, customers are still buying. As you heard from um, the CEO of Baldor, over 100,000 consumers have signed up for direct-to-consumer uh, purchases from food service industries. So um, a lot of changes are happening. A lot of good is happening too. And I really believe as we move forward out of, out of this post-COVID-19 days um, that there are better things to come in the field and on the horizon. We're having a live interview uh, with some medical experts precisely about the health benefits of herbs. It will be live uh, tomorrow morning, Wednesday, in our booth. So, Camille, if uh, anybody wants to get a hold of you or your organization, uh, what is the best way to find you? I mean, stop by our booth, a letter F, as Fresh Start, and we'll be there. Our website is uh, freshstartproduce.net, and my name is Camilo. Very awesome. And remember, these guys need a booth uh, judge as well. So if you need to vote for them, if you'd like their booth, 
check them out. You'll also get points uh, for the booth judging. You'll get points for the booth exploring. Also, make sure that you're initiating up to 10 chats. So send Camilo 10 chat requests. He's open and ready to start chatting. And guess what? You get about 250 points on your badge uh, experience. So again, a lot of fun activities. Uh, please reach out to Camille on Fresh Start as they are here for you during the entire United Fresh live session. And Camille, we appreciate you jumping on the show today. Nice talking to you. Thank you, sir. It was great to hear from Camille Vigaveses from Fresh Start Produce. So again, please go visit him at his booth and send him a message. So next, as the day moved on and we moved into coffee talk that started at 10 o'clock, I went into family business with Lisa Strube. And it was actually a pretty fun conversation because they were talking about uh, divorce, remarriages, people in the family, people out of the family, cousins, second cousins, brother-in-laws, sister-in-laws, and wow, it sure did go over family business, exactly what it talked about. Now, uh, Lisa was the Director of Finance and Administration, or is, at the Strube Celery and Vegetable Company, and it was a good talk. We had a good amount of people on here. Uh, now, their family business is fourth generation change. They're moving more into relationships, uh, the importance of the journey. And I thought it was cool, though, because uh, my family was and is in this business, but my dad has taken different directions. My brothers have taken different directions, and we've kind of all created new paths in the way we've gone in our business. And we thought when we were younger that we would be involved in our family business and we will take it to the next legacy. And for some, that's exactly what it is. And for others, it's not. So I asked a question as being the author to Millennial Boom, if you haven't heard it uh, or seen it, it's a podcast Millennial Boom and my book Millennial Boom, who's co-authored by Hans Finzel, who is a baby boomer. So I asked the question as, how do we as the new generation, millennials, uh, the alpha generations, Gen Z, what kind of advice could you give to them coming up not knowing or being in the industry? And, you know, she had some good advice, you know, learning and networking. She did obviously say reach out, create, join your trade organizations, which is a good thing, right? But I say networking within, knowing the people, listening, learning and communicating, you know, getting them out in the field, determining what roles and what's going to be done. Right, And the best thing to do if you're new coming into this industry, uh, be a part of organizations, volunteer. Um, these are all things that you can help the industry know who you are. So there was many great questions in this talk. Um, there were some families on here going back fifth, sixth generation. Uh, we even talked to a gal, or I did, I felt like we were all just having a great conversation um, about her uh, her father or the CEO or her grandfather that, you know, has a rocking chair in the office, you know, because he comes in and sits in the office to, to watch everybody. Um, it was great conversation, though, between millennials, boomers um, and Gen Z. A lot of farming uh, generations, right? Um, they're not ready to let go of the reins. So I thought it was a pretty good session to have at family business because there are generational transitions happening every day, right? And if you've got 10 or more owners in your family that don't know what they're doing, don't know their job responsibilities, feel that they're entitled, uh, don't deal with problems in the right way, they're outlaws to the community, or you've got some that are ready to be upgraded or <laughs> upgraded, right? I mean, being promoted 
So everyone has to know what their roles are. And I thought that this family session uh, was a great time to introduce everybody and see uh, the family positives and some of the challenges uh, that are coming about in the agricultural and farming community. Next, I jumped over to the Transportation Challenges and Opportunities Workshop uh, that was led by United Fresh, as well as Jeff Moore, who is the VP of Sales uh, for the Midwest region at Tom Lang Company. Now, I will tell you, I jumped around, and as you can tell, uh, family business was a topic that I loved, so I had a lot about. Uh, I kind of jumped in the middle when they were talking about the container stuck at the port in China, how the logistics were working. Um, there was also talk about Mexico and border challenges and economic changes, um, not just in Mexico, but some of the challenges that we've seen uh, during this COVID um, and a little bit about how the supply chain has been uh, working uh, within transportation. And, and that's actually uh, very big because people got to understand, and I think everybody does, but even all the way down to the consumer, um, as uh, Lori Taylor says, that seed to smile, right? If you go all the way down to the consumer, uh, we're delivering all the way to them now. So transportation is going all the way now from the farm to the packing house, and now sometimes to the wholesale or distribution center uh, to the consumer's doorstep. So very important to understand all levels of the transportation challenges as well as opportunities. And I would review that one for sure. Um, moving through, we also looked at, there was the leadership certificate. And yesterday I did see that and was like, wait a minute, why are we paying 400 to 600 bucks for this? Um, but I kind of looked at it. I went to the website and realized that this was by Cornell University and this was a certificate program. So this is just like any other certificate program. If you were going uh, to be going to the show and then registering for a specific event, just like a leadership program and expecting to get something out of it, learning something out of it more than just the traditional showcase. Now, I did think that there could be other opportunities and levels for this, uh, but still great uh, program with the leadership going over volatile, uncertain, complexly, and ambiguous in our state of produce today, right? And moving forward. So it was pretty cool. Um, a lot of these things that happened today, if you were to look at more of these sessions, there were so many going on with Coffee Talk. And I try to jump in to as many as possible. But this is one thing that I did notice that all of these sessions were at the same time and they are throughout every day. And I know they're recorded and put on for the next day, but I feel like sometimes I wanted to be live with each of them, so I did try to jump around. I wasn't able to get to work-life balance in the new normal, which I plan on getting to uh, once it's on demand, um, as well as looking at the uh, being a leader in the produce industry, uh, brand purpose in time of crisis. There was a few of them that I did want to get to today, uh, but didn't have time uh, because of the 10 to 11 time period. So just again, another opportunity if we look at this going forward, um, there's a lot of sessions that multiple people want to join multiple and we're not tons of people, right? Now, this is a multiplicity. So we can't be in um, all these places at once. Um, so I had to pick which one I wanted to go to. What about you? Did you have to pick and choose or did you have enough people at the company that was like, hey, I'll go to that one. I'm interested in global trade or um, I'm interested in retail insights. Um, if you did, that's fantastic. Uh, with me, it was a little bit different. Um, again, kind of tailored it towards the business, uh, tailored it what I thought would be successful for me in the future and how my company would do better, right? Or get a return on investment looking at this type of stuff because we have to. And the talks that came up in the afternoon, the workshops 
uh, were pretty interesting. There was uh, selling to schools, understanding fruit and vegetable requirements in K-12 food service, the tech talks, uh, retail insights from visionary produce managers, uh, global trade challenges during the COVID-19 era, um, and food safety challenges uh, for the leafy greens. So again, I did jump through a few of these uh, throughout the day to really get an understanding of what some of these workshops were and how they could affect my business and the industry in the future. All right, so now it's 11 o'clock. I'm ready for my first workshop. I've done my fitness from 9 to 10. I did my coffee talk, which was a couple different ones uh, from 10 to 11. And now we're going into workshops. I decided to pick selling to schools understanding fruit and vegetable requirements. Um, I learned that this, that there were sponsors per workshop. I didn't notice that yesterday. Uh, maybe I just wasn't paying attention to the start of the uh, program, um, but they were sponsors. So due to far fresh Duda Farm Fresh Foods, woo, say that 13 times fast, um, was a sponsor of this Zoom call, and they're also a sponsor of the food program. So they also, tomorrow, Duda is, that's Wednesday, June 17th, um, they are having a showcase at their booth at 1 p.m. Eastern uh, Daylight Time. Uh, so check out Duda's booth at 1 p.m. and see what they have going on. So again, let's get back to the schools, though. Individually packed fruit, I was seeing. There was uh, tons of things talking about getting rid of the salad bars. Um, there's going to be a lot of new changes um, in proportioned foods moving forward within the school systems. Um, now, I work with grower packers um, that, again, all the way go down to picking and packing the fruit and then selling the fruit. Uh, but more are specialized in growing, packing, harvesting the fruit, right? And what's interesting is is that how does the farmer get to that level? We have to then work with other wholesalers and distributors to get this to the schools. Um, I had then looked at this and said, how does a regular farmer end up developing programs for the schools? And this selling to the schools and understanding the requirements actually can help you. It could help you get a level of creativity and innovative right mindset to say, wait a minute, okay, this is what they're looking for. These are my capabilities. Let's find someone that I can partner with that could then expand these capabilities, right? Um, into those goals and dreams, right? And you heard that from uh, uh, Mr. Balador about the telescope and the microscope. You then have your goals and your dreams and what you're going to accomplish. So it was very important to me to learn some of this stuff today. And then even the uh, some of the stats that were coming up uh, that I saw about the proportions, right, or the meal components. That was interesting that uh, back in 2012 that it was fruits and vegetables as a component, and now they have, you know, post-2012, they have now said fruits and vegetables are separate. So you would have vegetables and fruit in, you know, grades K through 3, half a cup uh, for the minimum daily quantities, um, versus now it's three-fourth cup of vegetables, half cup of fruits, totaling one and one-fourth cups of fruits and veggies in the school. To me, that's actually really good information to know, knowing that where our produce is going is resulting to great healthy eating habits for our community. And then it actually went to show you how to create your kind of food buying guide, create an account, uh, registering for an account. That's awesome information. That is information that you would pay for, okay? Helping someone guide you through this, looking at the meal components, 
how it's changed in each according district, right? I mean, those are awesome things to understand. And understanding what the school local levels are can help you on a national level and vice versa. If you're working with schools on a national level or a county level, this can help you get into these schools in your local level. So another thing I thought was cool about this call in particular is that they did a survey that popped up asking us all on the screen um, who we were. And what I mean by that, they asked questions like, are you a fresh cut processor? Are you a wholesaler? Are you a distributor? I mean, it literally, literally, literally broke it down to what we were. So on this call, there was 26% growers, packer, shippers, 14% fresh cut processors, 7% wholesalers and distributors, 21% schools, 7% state agencies, 5% of the, from the USDA, and 19% other. I can tell you, um, I would not have known this information if I wasn't on this call. And seeing that and then being able to ask questions and look at the, um, the knowledge, it then can prepare me uh, for future endeavors moving forward, like I said. So uh, that workshop was very great, very, uh, I would say, had very fundamental facts to help you build and understand that school program. Now, before I forget, I did reach out to the United Fresh help desk because I was trying to figure out a couple things like how to figure out which attendees were online. So if you want to figure out who's online, go to your profile, choose to start a new chat or send a message, go to the box that opens to, T-O, and then that'll open a user finder page. You could search for a name or the company. Now you can see there's a little section that says online, logged in, or offline registered but not on the platform at the moment. So you actually can see which attendees is online. And I did. So during the time when I saw it, there was 991 attendees today while I was there. Uh, that does not include the exhibitors, I don't think. Um, but United Fresh reached out to me and said they would like to give us some information on how many people have been on the platform. You know, give a few numbers uh, to see what the industry is doing. So later in the week, we're possibly going to have some actual updated numbers from United Fresh direct. Now, as I was jumping around today, I had to make the best determination again, which is going to best suit me. So I jumped into TED Talk, Tech Talks today as well. I almost said TED Talks, but the Tech Talks uh, was hosted by Produce IQ. They talked about technologies that will continue to advance the fresh food industry, uh, the future of tech. Um, a lot of different people that were featured in this uh, future tech zone, right? And if you go to the United Fresh Live, you can go in the tech sector as well and check out a lot of these companies um, that will impact our industry um, and the future of produce. I only sat in there for a little bit because I was really interested to get to the retail insights from visionary produce managers. Now, these guys were talking basic merchandising tips from placement of product uh, to demoing and sampling. Uh, that came up to me. We'll get back to sampling because will there be sampling in the upcoming days because of COVID-19? Um, they talked about the Cosmic Crisp. One thing that I really noticed was uh, Steamlit, uh, Steam Mill, sorry. Um, they had this Cosmic Crisp and one of the uh, retailers was saying that Steam Melt did a great job promoting on their side, right? So when it got to the store, they had people already coming to the store asking for these Cosmic Crisp 
apples. So it was easier for the retailer to set up a very nice display, uh, cross-promoting with other products to get these products sold out. These apples, these Cosmic Crisps were known to the grocery store. And that's what we want. We want to drive consumers to tell the retailers what they want. That's great to know. Do I want a sweet onion? Okay, when is that available? Do I want a Cosmic Crisp? When is that available? When does that product get to the store? So that was actually, you know, big kudos uh, to those teams who dealt with those retail stores because, again, being a grower, packer, shipper, you still have to promote on your side to get consumer interaction. Don't expect that the retail is going to do all the work for you. Know that on the backside, that's what marketing's for. Uh, that's what your social media platforms are for. They're not just there to have a presence. They're there for you to market and actually compete and do commerce. Baldor said it as well. Uh, 60 days ago, they weren't receiving payments from merchandise accounts getting paid before the produce left the warehouse. We all know that. Produce almost never gets paid before it leaves the warehouse. We have to give terms. We've got to look at all these credit agencies to see who's worth able to post and uh, you know, give credit to. So that's awesome. Um, they talked about fresh cut fruit and veg, um, that it continued to expand, but not in the COVID-19 days because a lot of the fresh cut has been on a stop. And that's been one of the industries that took one of the biggest tolls. Now they did talk about it though and say, remember when it does come back, they're doing platters, they're decorating displays around themes. I mean, they're taking areas of departments and they're re-merchandising all the way around these holidays that fit these specific platters, right? They're, they're merchandising in other departments. That's crazy. Is it? Not really. That's what you're supposed to do. That's how you increase sales. That's how you increase impulse buys. Now, speaking of impulse buys, uh, one of the retailers uh, was talking or the produce managers was talking about online shopping as well. The online shopping has gone through the roof. You know, he goes, back when Amazon was still selling books and Redbox was still se uh, sending out DVDs, you know, home deliveries wasn't even thought about. Now it's gone huge to this Instacart and other platforms. And consumers, though, ready, are loving it. They're ordering bulk orders. They're doing great things. But as one segment is good, impulse purchases are down. Like when you're at the store and you're like, oh, look, there's uh, some Mentos or there's some uh, Starburst or there's a soda or there's this or that. So impulse buys go down because you actually are shopping for exactly uh, what you need. Um, they've also said that the online shopping continued to rise during the pandemic. Um, if you don't have a curbside delivery at this point, you got to get it. You got to be into this era. The momentum will pick up for you. And if you do it the right way, you will continue to have customers curbside beyond. Don't let curbside go down the hill because your regular business is back. Create a new vertical. Get creative. Get innovative. So I loved hearing from these guys and gals today talking about all, set, all things retail insights from these visionary produce managers. I thought it was very awesome. And then, you know, these guys are really the forefront of our industry putting the fruit on the table. Think about it. They're the last piece of the supply chain before we grab it off the shelf, put it into our cart, and take it home with us. So these guys are helping market to us and help us understand quality, quantity, and really their everyday life. Did you know that National Onion Day is June 27, 2020? Let's hear from one of our sponsors, Shea Myers with Hawaii Produce. Hey guys, Shay with Hawaii coming to you from our California operations here in Los Banos, California. And you did you know that June 27th is National Onion Day? That's right. 
June the 27th is the day of the onion. So, what can I tell you about onions that you maybe don't know? Well, the trick that I'm gonna tell you for the summer, don't tell everyone because I'll get in trouble, is every yellow onion in the summertime is a sweet onion. Save yourself some money. Go get those onions, chop them up, eat them raw, and enjoy your sweet onion. Enjoy National Onion Day, and take care. We'll see you. And now back to the Produce Industry Podcast. Ah, that was great to hear from Shay Myers of Hawaii Produce. So let's get back to it, though. You know, we're coming up on 12 o'clock. We have the Global Women Fresh. Right, We're recognizing women in produce, and that's all women within the produce industry. We're going to hear from our honoree today, who is named Woman of the Year, um, along with talking a little bit of Q&A sessions. So I joined this. There was a few people from United Fresh and Nature Suite as well. I always wish that we can see everybody on the call. Um, a lot of times when the Zoom platform switches for the uh, presenter to be able to see everybody, it actually is more comfortable. You know, being able to see everybody in person, you know, you get those jitters on the stage. Um, but behind the mic and the camera, I, I think it's very beneficial for you to see everybody uh, so you can have that platform and to see people interacting with you. Because you got to remember, even on this virtual platform, we are looking for interaction. Uh, so we got to think about that, how we can interact virtually better together. And someone reached out to me as well and said that and said, I wish we could video message instead of regular message. So Nature Suite was also the sponsor of this Zoom event. I'm starting to get better at the Zoom calls and who the sponsors are for this event. We also hear from Dr. Jennifer McIntyre, as well as U.S. Representative Rodney Davis, uh, talking about women in agriculture. Now, going back to the early days of agriculture, women have been involved, and we heard that and saw a couple really cool pictures of what I'd say way back in the days. This is beyond anybody here. These are fourth, fifth, sixth generation farmers. But you know what I heard about this? The importance to the industry, value, life worth and transforming the lives of ag workers i mean that's what i like to hear now u.s rep rodney davis did say you know he didn't grow up with a lot of specialty crops in illinois and he had to learn from a lot of different people within our industry uh, to be a better legislator in congress knowing the ag world knowing the ag backbone helps him and what he does and he works with government to help one let us do what we need to do i mean those were words directly from his mouth now, he gave the honoree a very big welcome, right, or award of the year. Now, this lady is an awesome, awesome awardee. I looked her up before United Fresh and wanted to chat with her because seeing some of the things that she did, she's authoring a book, or she did, that's coming out very soon in August, and it was just very cool to hear from her. So, Sarah Fry was named Woman of the Year. Now, I won't get into some of the technical difficulties that happen, but listen, no one else could have been picked more for this than her. Listening to her story, listening about her four brothers and how they helped within the industry and all the family help. I mean, she is the founder and CEO of Frey Farms. I mean, Sarah's homegrown. Um, she does watermelons. Her family business plants thousands of acres of fruits and vegetables in seven different states. And, you know, she authored this new book, The Growing Season, How I Built a New Life and Saved an American Farm, which, again, being published by Random House, August 25th, 2020. That's awesome. So she believes that all things begin on the farm. 
So very cool, and we congratulate Sarah, and we'll see her obviously later tonight in the general session that's coming up at 5 o'clock. So very cool to announce our Woman of the Year. So between going through the show floor, I decided to get on Trends Potting, the Produce, Moms, and Crunch Pack Zoom call. Uh, they talked about Crunch Pack's history, the team, Produce Moms, um, everything involved with what the Produce Mom does. They also had a little technical difficulties on the Zoom calls. Started to notice that a little more today than I did yesterday, but it was very cool about who they were partnering with and what Lori is doing within the industry and helping understand the process. Now, if you don't know Lori, check out her story, check out the Produce Moms, and I also did a podcast with Lori Taylor talking about her journey within entrepreneurship. Now, she has some pretty cool things coming up that I was able to get notified on on her Zoom call today. So I heard that she has a celebrity endorsement that's gonna be coming up very shortly. What celebrity is this? Listen, I'll let Lori tell you, but let's be real, 90210 has gotta be involved. And yes, we're talking about the show. So someone from that show would be involved and Lori was very excited to talk about all of our teams and what it means to be a produce mom and what it means to eat healthy, really healthy, living in all of our homes. So it was great to join that and see what Crunch Pack and the Produce Mom is doing within our industry. And you would think I had hours to spare all day, but I didn't. I have been doing research, checking out United Fresh Live, connecting with vendors, customers, wholesalers, distributors, USDA reps, and more. So we are one minute before the five o'clock women's general session, and we'll see you there. So moving at five o'clock right into the reception, right? Not the general session, the reception uh, for the Global Women Fresh. And it was pretty cool because uh, I counted at one time over 151 participants on the Zoom call. And we all broke out into different sections or sessions, uh, different breakout groups, uh, taking different polls, understanding, you know, how many men were in the group, how many women were in the group. And, uh, I thought it was a great number. I thought it was great conversation. How many first time attendees were there? How many new women were meeting each other for the first time? Uh, being a male in there, it was probably only one to two males per uh, breakout session. But what I thought was cool is, is that we also got the one-on-one -on -one time and got to learn from a lot of these awesome women that are leaders within our produce and supply chain industry. So could you have done that before at a regular session? I'm not sure, but listen, I thought it was pretty cool and I got to meet some pretty fantastic women that I know that you would enjoy meeting too. And the strategy sessions we talked about, the lessons learned, and the creativity and innovation with marketing will drive you over the top. Some of these women are involved in sales, marketing, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and more. So I definitely think check it out. Check out Global Women Fresh. Check out the Global Women Reception when you have a chance. And you know what? I want to recommend one more thing. So during today, I thought it was very cool that we were on this platform. And I asked my son to come over. And during the Global Women Fresh, I said to them, I said, here's a story for the day. My son went through about 15 to 16 booths, clicking on them, watching the videos, telling me which ones he likes, telling me which ones he doesn't like. So I let him vote. I let him do exactly what we would do, which one is the best booth, who had the best graphics, and so on. So it was very fun for me today to watch him interact, watching that we were able to deal with generations all the way down to the alpha generation, 
through the baby boomer generation in the produce and supply chain industry. So I am logging off for tonight with that story, and we will see you in the field and on the horizon at the Produce Industry Podcast. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.